Welcome back to another episode of Analytical Views. I'm your host, C.D. Fury. And today we have a special guest. She has returned, Anissa, um, before we spoke about abortion. And this time around, she has a very interesting topic she wants to discuss, and it's Bigfoot. Anissa, you um, <laughs> you contacted me and uh, said you had a very interesting um, story to tell me about uh-huh. your adventure, um, or should I say your encounter with Bigfoot? Yeah, it, it was it was an encounter, yes, for what, sure. So what exactly happened? Okay, my brother-in-law, he is part of a group of people who go out looking for Bigfoot. And when he told me this, I thought he was crazy. Um, however, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist. You know, to me, anything is possible, and the Bigfoot thing really has piqued my interest because I think, wow, it could really be true with all the sightings and all the things that you hear about. So I agreed to go with him and we went into the big thicket area. It's in Texas, uh, near the Beaumont area. And uh, there's a lot of swamp and a lot of things like that. And it's really off the beaten path. And uh, so we go down this dirt road uh, and this is where he... He said he has seen them. What he does is he gets on the back of uh, puts the tailgate down and he plays his guitar. And he says that the music pulls them in, that they love music, that they become curious. And so I, I just kind of went and sat down, um, drawing my little finger in the dirt, you know, not really sure about what's going on, kind of bored. You know, nothing was happening, you know, and uh, we we decided it was almost you know, time to go. And uh, so we're sitting about a tailgate and all of a sudden this rock with like dirt, like a dirt clot lands in front of us. Something hmm. through it, you know, and it. It's not something that would fall out of a tree, you wouldn't think, because I didn't have a tree overhead. And he said, oh, that's not good. I said, why? He said, well, once they start throwing things, um, you've invaded their space. They're not happy. And I'm like, okay. So it was starting to get dark. And uh, his instruction to me was, don't hurry through. Don't act like you're running. Just, we're just going to pack up slowly. And we had heard things, uh, shaking of trees around us. Um, and to me, that could be anything. And I'm the type of person, I don't believe it until I see it. So I'm not saying it was Bigfoot, but I heard something. Well, all of a sudden, it was like it, it got dark really quickly, quicker than I expected it. And we were doing the last little bit of packing up our folding chairs, putting them into the truck. And we had swamp on either side of us. We were on a dirt road that was elevated uh, up above the swamp area. And you couldn't see all of a sudden. I mean, it was dark. And you could hear the footsteps of somebody walking in the water 
and it was on either side of us, both sides. And I looked at Jerry and he says, we got to go. And I said, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, you know, I want to see something. And it was going around the, like towards around the front of the truck. And I could tell he was getting rattled and Jerry isn't the type of guy that gets rattled. You know, he's a country boy and at home in the woods and that concerned me. And, uh, as we were getting stuff, you know, um, like getting ready to get into the truck, uh, sound like something hit the truck. Something else was thrown and, uh, rock. Yeah. Yeah. Like a rock. And, um, it was loud. Uh, it was more than one that was coming in, that was walking in the water. And it was so dark, you couldn't see anything. We got in the truck and we left. Um, before that, when we first got there, I was going to tell you, he took me on some trails that were naturally made. Now, wild boar, you know, wild pigs, they make trails and other animals. You know, it's done naturally. You know, animals run and they stick to trails. But something that the Bigfoot does is they will break a tree. They'll, they'll take twigs, something on a tree, and they'll snap it and break it in front of the trail. And, you know, it, it was explained to me that they don't like man. They will not come around man. Um, in fact, if you're ever confronted one, with one, back up slowly. But don't sit there and try to shake his hand. Um, because we're seen as, as a menace, you know. Um, and I saw a lot of these broken twigs, trees down, you know. And he told me, like, if you're in the woods and you're on a trail and you see these, and they're every so often, too, that they were very prevalent. And you can tell that it was broken by something because the splintering. It was definitely deliberate. Now, was, was, it, was it in the shape of an X? No, I don't remember a shape of an X, but it was, it was laying in front of the trail and it was still a lot of more attached to the tree and you could see the splintering. It was, the tree was green. So those are not easy to snap anyway. If it was a dead tree, you know, it, it would just snap off, mm-hmm. but it was really, 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 um, Interesting. And then, I don't know, um, a couple of weeks later, you know, we lived in the country and I was in the back of my porch and um, just sitting there late at night listening to uh, music, you know, doing stuff on my phone, Facebook and all that. I heard something in the backyard and it screamed. And uh, I don't think I ever uh, was just scared in my life. It was like, um, I broke out in a sweat. <laughs> you know, I was afraid to even move. It was that kind of fear. Wow. Another another time, uh, we went into the big thicket and we were going to go check his um his hog feeders that he has out in his deer feeders. And it was freezing cold outside and uh we were sitting in the blind and it was miserable. And I'm like, let's go, let's go, come on, I gotta go. You know, I don't want to be out here. And all of a sudden, you know, we hear all kinds of like crazy racket out, out there in the woods. And then it gets quiet. He said, uh, let's go. We stepped out of the tent and it's winter time. It's cold. 
and we hear frogs singing. You know, frogs do that when it's warm outside, when it's wet, not in the wintertime. And it, it just was out of place. It was weird. And he told me that what Bigfoot does is he mimics the sounds in the forest. Um, they can sound just like a bird, just like a frog. Um, you know, it, we just had the creeps. And, and I don't know, I could just be that one particular moment. I was really afraid. And I don't get afraid. You know, I'm not afraid to go outside at night. You know, um, you know, I'm just not that type of person. But now, let, let me there, let, let me ask you let me ask you a question first. Yeah. Um, did you guys smell anything like a foul odor during no. that that night? No, no, I did not. The night that I was on my patio, yes, yes. What did it smell like? Rotten. Like rotten eggs, rotten. Meat? No, what? yeah, it was. It was like a. Made me want to throw up. It was gross. It like, like okay, you know what a skunk smells like. It was musky like that, but it had a, like another odor too. It, I don't know, like rotten meat. Ugh, it was disgusting. So uh, I'm not. And, sure. and and that that smell just came from the the wood line. From what was outside on my porch, and again we're in the, we're in the country, so. So did it linger, or did it like go away after a while, I, or a few days? I or? went inside. Um, I stayed inside for a while. Um, my husband and I went outside later, and I didn't smell it anymore. Okay. So I'm not sure, you know. But the overwhelming aroma was just. The most disgusted putrid smell. It was just nasty. So apparently, down here in Texas, in the big thicket area, there are supposedly a lot of Bigfoot sightings. <clears throat> in fact, where we went down that road, I was telling you about the first story. Yeah. There, it's it's coincidental, but there is something called the Saratoga Lights, and you can Google it. And it's not even, I don't think, a mile away. And when you go on Saratoga on this road, you turn your lights off, lights off on your car if you want to. And you see lights on the road. The road is straight and the lights appear. And I'm the biggest skeptic in the world. And I saw the lights. Now, there's some stories where people say the lights come up to you. Uh, they'll burn you. I didn't see that. But we could see the lights coming closer, and then they would disappear. They they looked like a orange and a red color, and and so I don't know if there's a correlation with orbs, um, that kind of thing with Bigfoot. Um, you know, theories are Bigfoot is extraterrestrial. Bigfoot is from another dimension. Bigfoot is spiritual, you know, in some kind of way, and. Uh, I've heard a lot of things about orbs and things like that being associated with Bigfoot. And if you went down Saratoga, this road, I wish you lived close because I would take you down the road in a heartbeat because you wouldn't believe it unless you saw it. But it's real. In fact, I probably should do it and uh, video it for you. You know, um, there is some speculation. There is some speculation that these orbs... Um, actually 
are Bigfoot in a different form. Like they can actually shape shift from Bigfoot form to orbs. I think they're associated together. Um, it definitely gives you an eerie feeling. Um, the orbs, you can go and look up the Saratoga light, Google it. And, uh, it's been going on for the longest time. It's not anything new. Now, and, now the question is, did you try night vision while you were in the woods? No. In fact, um, I think that's something that needs to be done. Um, I believe Jerry and his, his friends have done something like this. Um, in fact, uh, I'll get more information, um, possibly connect you with him um there's a whole group of them that go but their goal is to find a bigfoot and basically either capture it or or shoot it and then present it to the authorities to be able to get protection for this 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 life form out there that they keep saying doesn't exist and um i don't believe in shooting um bigfoot you know um i just I just don't agree with that. And he says, well, it's the only way you're going to get it. Uh, it's the only way to subdue it. But if, if, if Bigfoot can materialize into an orb, then there's no way to catch it. You know, there have been some stories of people hearing things and mm -hmm. seeing something invisible moving through the bushes. And mm. some may say that this is, um, what the movie Predator is based on. Ooh, An invisible Predator. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I haven't heard that. They believe that um, the Bigfoot is basically a primate, um, half primate, half human, kind of the missing link, uh, an ancestor that has been hiding um, all this time. Uh, and then that's, way, that's how it survived. They, they don't seem to believe uh, in the fact that he could probably dematerialize. Um, there's a friend of his that um, said that he had a juvenile that kept coming into his yard and to his backyard and uh, getting into things um, just like a juvenile would, would uh, break things, uh, would let himself be seen. And that's not usually what happens. They, they don't want to be seen. They, they stay away from humans. Um, yes. If you leave food out for them, they won't eat it. You know, I uh, well, well, I actually have heard stories um, saying that they, they actually did eat the food that was left out. But here's the thing. There's a catch. The catch is that, well, first of all, these Bigfoots are telepathic. And they will communicate with certain humans. Hmm. So that must be noted. And um, besides the Bigfoot, you have the Dogmen. And the Dogmen, that's, again, that's just a different branch, but different species, different branch, but the same phenomena. Mm -hmm. um, for some reason, people aren't really speaking about the Dogmen, but basically it's the Bigfoot with a dog's head. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've heard little mention of the dogmen. I haven't seen a whole lot about that. Yeah, they're, they're not as popular, obviously. 
And I think it's because it, it really doesn't fit into the narrative that uh, the scientists want to really tackle or people really want to address. Um, but yeah, so this Bigfoot, so I'm, I'm assuming you didn't see any footprints, right? No. Um, Did you look? <laughs> Did you well, look to see? We got out of there quickly. You got the out of there quickly. <laughs> yes, we, we left and it was in water. So finding any footprints would probably be, um, we'd have to go way out flashlight, but we were not hanging around. It, it was that, it was loud. It was loud, like slosh, slosh, slosh. You know, somebody romping and stomping and heavy through this water area. And the water was uh, probably up to your knees. You know, and real you're, and, and you're sure that no, no one else was camping around your area? Did you oh, guys? No. Look, are you sure about that? Okay. Yes, because well, before we were sitting there just playing, um, he was playing his guitar. I was sitting there, opening my mind, basically, um, you know, to anything that would be possible. You know, I'm kind of sort of meditating in a way, you know, just relaxing that kind of thing. Before we did all of that, though, we walked the area around, you know, I saw where the, the, um, branches and the trees were broken. Some of these were trees just broken in half, you know, just, it was done on purpose. I don't know what would break a tree like that, except somebody with brute force, just, just putting their hands on it and tearing it. And that's tearing it up. And, and a person couldn't do that. You know, mm. it, it's out of the realm of possibility of a man being able to do it. The, the trees were that thick, you know, they were green. Um, now, I yeah. want to ask you this question, and um, you can kind of wrap it up with this particular question. Okay. There have been a lot of trail cameras in the mm -hmm. woods. Mm -hmm. Why is it that none of these cameras have caught video of Bigfoot? Do you think that Bigfoot is aware of these cameras or, you know, do they have some type of, uh, I don't know, capability with the mind I, to kind of see technology and say, okay, you know, this camera is going to have X amount of field of vision. And so I want to stay out of that, you know, the, the viewing range. Like, how does that work? How can a primate, something like Bigfoot, an animal, literally avoid cameras, trail cameras that are in the woods high up how does that work all i can tell you is if he, <laughs> if he's intelligent like people are saying is if he can materialize dematerialize do what he basically wants to do he can read minds i'm sure he's aware that there's a human that is in there putting in a camera um and if they are intelligent i'm sure they have figured out the best way of preservation is not to be seen, um, not to to uh, interact with, you know, mankind. Because the minute they do, you know, they're going to take them, they're going to put them in a uh, a slab, and they're they're going to dissect them. You know, um, I just think that uh, it's a, there's a possibility for anything, really. I mean. Yeah. It kind of is troublesome that if there is something out there, nothing's being caught on camera. 
I would really like to see things on camera, you know. But then again, if you did have proof on camera, you would wonder or not if it was real. Is it somebody in a suit? Is it somebody that's doing CGI? Um, so I'm not sure that, that even getting a camera and doing that would be proof enough. You never can get clear pictures either. If you notice, you know, you, you get these far away uh, pictures that are grainy and, you know, you never see anything that's really real and tangible up close and personal. And, and I think that's something that really would, we, we really want to see. I want proof. You want proof. I want proof. Well, so um, I'm assuming you're going to be heading back to that location at some point to yes. retrace your footsteps and mm -hmm. get some, get yeah. some evidence. Yes, it's gotten warm here, and uh, it's perfect time of year. Um, um, yeah, we're going to head back out pretty soon. Even with the Bigfoot story that I have, I don't know it was necessarily Bigfoot because I didn't see him with my eyes. And yeah. that's what I want to do. I want to see it. Jerry said he has seen Bigfoot. So I want to see. Okay. Well, <laughs> Anissa, thanks for sharing your story. Um, again, mm -hmm. thanks for stopping by. And, um, Thank you for having uh, me. Yes. Um, and uh, hopefully we can uh, meet up again and, and perhaps uh, do another episode in sometime in the future. Absolutely. Um, and so to the listeners, please do subscribe on Anchor, send a voice note, leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. And um, again, until next time, stay tuned for the next episode of Analytical Views.